so it starts now or how how does it work hello everybody and welcome to the penalty loop podcast a podcast about biathlon by jordan gottschalk from penalty loop and rj weiss from biathlon analytics RJ, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. How are you? Uh, I'm doing well. Uh, we uh, actually just had a terrific interview with uh, German biathlete uh, Vanessa Hens. Yeah, it was truly uh, wonderful. Yeah, yeah, it was. You know, uh, she'll say several times through the interview that uh, she was worried about her English, but honestly, it was it was terrific. It was far better than me speaking any other language on the planet. So. <laughs> Uh, you know, and, and honestly, we just really appreciated her time coming on and, uh, you know, introducing us to, to the world of biathlon in a, in a different uh, country where biathlon is, is, uh, let's be honest, much more popular than it is here in the United States or in, in Canada and just sort of, uh, tell us about her story and, uh, how she got into it. And, uh, I, I just, I had a really fun time with it. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, I, I really liked that, uh, sort of different take uh, coming from an athlete who, who grew up in a country that where most people know what biathlon is and um, yeah. are, are supporting it and coming out in, in, you know, massive numbers to, uh, to events in Germany. So uh, yes, a, a biathlete who has her very own fan club. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Um, I guess we uh, can go into the interview again, if you want to reach out or have comments, find us on Twitter or Use a penalty loop podcast at gmail.com and I hope you enjoyed as much as we did. Absolutely. Through the eyes of. Okay, then. Um, hello, my name is uh, Vanessa Hintz. I'm a biathlete from Germany. Uh, I'm living in Bavaria. I grew up in a little town with a lake. It's called Schliersee. And I start, yeah. In the mountains, you have to start with sports very early because you have no other choice. <laughs> and uh, all your friends are doing this. And so I start with playing tennis and swimming and, of course, also skiing because we have a lot of snow. And at the age of nine, I saw all the good German cross-country skiers and I decided I want to do this also. So I go here to the Our Ski Club and start with it. And yeah, I got better and better. At the age of 16, I decided to go to to do it professional at uh, internat because with school, it was very difficult. And yes, at the age of 20, I had the chance and the opportunity to try Badlon and it was always fascinating me. I took the chance and said, okay, let's, jump into the water and see what what will happen <laughs> and it was one of my best decisions so yeah now i'm 30 i'm still happy with my job and with the decision and being part of the uh, german biathlon team so that's yeah that's my person <laughs> so when you were skiing did you uh like always watch biathlon on tv when you had time and that kind of thing yes yes of course um mm-hmm. here it was, uh, we were often in uh, Mittenwald, there was Martina Glago or Uschi Diesel and mm-hmm. all all these girls. So, 
yeah, I watched both. I was it was always a fascinating thing for me to shoot, but here in my hometown in Schliersee, it was not that easy. Um, I couldn't ask my parents to drive me one hour to Rupolding right. just to do shooting, and I was <laughs> I was very very happy with uh, with cross country skiing. Had many friends there, and but now I'm also happy that I get the chance to to try biathlon. <laughs> and I, I looked up Schliersee uh on the map is it actually in bayern or is it just one province over or no it's in bayern it's it's in bavaria okay okay yeah and then yeah, it's yeah, pretty it's close to the austrian yes Sorry. yes yes but yeah yeah just 40 minutes drive to austria but okay. um yeah it's one hour away from munich and one hour away from Ruppolding. so to say in the middle mm -hmm. from from them both yeah nice and did, did you, you do any water sports too? Like, did you uh, do any windsurfing or that kind of thing on the on the lake there? Or? Uh, no, it's not that windy here, and the lake is not that <laughs> that big. Okay. Uh, we have the opportunity to do that, but um, no, just just swimming. That was the only thing I I do here. But I I really want to do it. My mother did it uh, in uh, Gardasee. It's in Italy. It's not that yeah. far away from us, and so. Yeah, perhaps one day I I will try it, but I don't like things that much when I I have to learn something new and I really can't do it, <laughs> so that's hard for me. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I've actually windsurfed on the Garda uh, Garda I, Lake or Garda uh, as well. Yeah, long yeah. time ago, but uh, yeah. yeah. The the beauty, Jordan, of that lake is that the wind is extremely consistent. Uh -huh. Like it's I I don't remember the exact times, but I think in the morning there's a just a an, an easy wind going out of town and mm -hmm. then around noon i think it's kind of almost dead with wind and then on after that the, the the bigger winds come in blowing you back into the into the town yeah. so you can uh... so many wind surfers there in Torbule and i mm -hmm. think there are more germans than uh than <laughs> italians it's really like that if, if you drive to to travel or something like that you you always meet friends from from your hometown you always knew somebody it's like that yeah. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> um, so so when you got into biathlon i'm assuming you just started at a, a local club and then sort of built your way up um or was the the internet that you were talking about was that already from the biathlon union in in germany or how did you kind of uh, climb up the levels no, no, it was there. I was still a cross-country skier. Uh, I go to school. I did my A-levels um, because I grew up in my family that uh, first school and then sports because that's the most important things because you never know what will happen in sports. Mm -hmm. So I did my A-levels and at the age of 18, 19, I did one more professional year in cross-country skiing. Mm -hmm. And then in 2012, when Magdalena Neuner stopped her career, they asked some girls from cross country, also me, if we want to try biathlon. And so at the age of 20, I, I start with that. And then I was completely professional because I I was in, in a training group with all the good girls and um, Rico Gross and mm -hmm. Woody Sherman. They were my trainers. So I... I learned from the best, I would say. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So no, I didn't shoot before with the I don't know, is it in English, the air gun? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I 
yeah. So I, I only know the shooting with our rifles now. Um, but for me, it was okay because I could learn first cross-country skiing very, very good. And mm -hmm. then I had a new chapter and new motivation. And yeah, it's you start with something completely new, but still the same, so to say. Yeah, yeah. And at what point did you feel like you were ready for, you know, the, the top level? The, the Did you race in the IBU Cup at all or did you go straight to the World Cup? Or? No, 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 no. I was not like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, but in my first year of Badlon, um, I I first go to uh, German Cup. Mm -hmm. After that, to the Junior World Championships, then to the European Championships and at the end of the season to the World Cup. So in my first year, I, I got to the World Cup, but I oh was pumped yeah, to Sochi and it was it was too much for me. I was so bad, but I was so tired and everything was too much. Um, and then the next two years, I was in the IBU Cup and yeah, I, I had so much fun and that was more the thing and not I never thought about or oh, I could be also uh, in the World Cup with the and win some medals or be under the top six it was all yeah it was a dream but i don't know when i and when i really recognize it i think the first time was in contiolati at mm -hmm. the world championships when we won the relay medal it was absolutely surprising for us and yeah that was the first time when i said oh okay uh crazy now we we are on the top <laughs> and there is there's no more higher level that's the highest yeah level. yeah yeah and yeah i think that was that was the beginning but yeah but no, from time <laughs> no pressure when they say magdalena neuner has stopped can you can you <laughs> take over now <laughs> no 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 that, <laughs> I, I i know that at this camp we did one week of shooting but just brown shooting and one time we were allowed to do standing and I was so bad that I I don't hit the, the white on the targets. It was out of the white and I said, <laughs> oh my God, brown shooting was quite good, but standing was, was horrible and was just, you were young. I, I was always better in skating than in classic. I, I yeah, I take... Oh, I took my chance to, to do it because I, mm -hmm. I have had nothing to lose. I said, okay, right. let's try. You are young. Even if you start studying with 22 and you, or you stop your career with 22 and say, okay, now it, I tried it, but I was not good enough. Then it was also okay for me because I have my A-levels and yeah, then I, all the others go to, to another country and travel around and yeah i try badland so i can also do it after it was yeah, it was yeah. never a pressure for me it was just uh um i i loved what i do and i still love it yeah well i was gonna say and, and you've reached some some you've had some pretty good successes too i mean with uh yeah, the medals at the at the world championships you guys just won the the bronze medal at the olympics uh in beijing so um, you know, it, it's, it's worked out for you. Yes, yes, for sure. I never, I never imagined that. Um, but yeah, if, if now, if, if I look back, uh, it's, my career was really like a roller coaster. but when it's getting important, I'm always there and all the mm -hmm. trainers trust me. And especially in the relays, I, I don't know what I'm doing there. 
uh, I'm like a, another person because they, yeah, they trust me and they say, okay, you can, you can do it. And I'm happy that it always works when, when there is a world championship or yeah, all the Olympic games. And if I now look back, I say, okay, I have, I have, especially in the first years when everything was so much and too much sometimes for you now yeah i could now i wish i could feel it more you know because if when you're young it's everything was too much yep. it came it was overwhelmed i don't know the english word for that but it was overwhelming yeah, yeah, yeah i think something like that it's the success and the media and everything and if i now look back i say okay you have in, when you were so young you have really reached so many things and hmm. now i see how hard it could be but yeah well and you're you're in a, a different area now where with yeah. um you know with some of the younger women coming up that you're able to sort of be a a bit of a, a mentor sort of a leader um and and help them to deal with that too because you've had that experience Yes, 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 that for sure. That's it's now a completely different role because before you were just the the young and wild team, and now you are you <laughs> just thirty. But uh, yeah, they always called us the the young the young white girls. <laughs> now you are you yeah. are just thirty, but you are old and but, yeah, no, you certainly old. not. Yeah. <laughs> But in your team, you are old, so. Yep. <laughs> but also the young girls, they they do a very very good job, and sometimes I think they are more, they are older than me or more, I don't know. But yeah, it's a completely different area. But. But you're only yeah. just coming into your peak age now, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's also right. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. I hope that that I will feel it next season. That, yeah. That now the the peak is coming and um everything you, pays off are you still uh is your goal still to uh go to milano for the next olympics um, or do you just take it one year at a time and uh, it's always like that mm -hmm. i i see from year to year because with corona it's it was yeah. very very hard for me because mm -hmm. i'm a very familiar person and also uh uh, a living career. I want to live. It's, I can't do only badlon and I need the fans and I need the people around and I need the atmosphere and uh, not just running and shooting. That's that's mm -hmm. not badlon for me or not the badlon I love. And uh, uh -huh. so it takes. I always say the two years of Corona took me like were like six years before they. Oh, <laughs> oh they were took me so much energy and yeah so many things i'm not used to like the american girls they they are used to be away from home like yeah. half a year it's mm -hmm. it's impressive how they are doing this but for me it's like it's horrible to see yeah yeah i can't see my parents for three weeks or four weeks and then just with a mask and you can't give them a hug or something like that it's just saying hello you're standing one or two meters away from each other, so that's that yeah. was very very hard for me. So that's why I I want to, yeah, I want to see from year to year, and want to feel if I still have the fire 
inside mm-hmm. me, so to say. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah. Well, that's and my so plan. I was going to say, uh, Denise Herman, is, she's still a couple of years older than you, and she just won a gold medal. So, uh, you know, plenty of plenty of potential there for you to uh, to, to medal in, in 2026. Um, did you, do we know yet, uh, what the coronavirus um, precautions will look like for the upcoming season at all? I know it's only July, but, um, you mentioning it just made me think of it. Oh, I don't know what Corona will bring. I, I'm hoping that, that everything is like before that uh, Mm -hmm. we could celebrate with the fans and take a little bit more the normal life back and right. yeah that's 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 what i wish for the next season but i can also understand if they say um yeah if if children are not allowed to go to school then it's you can't fill up a stadium and yeah, right. just for fun so to say yeah yeah because yeah. Yeah, before i'm oh, sorry no no it's okay no, I was going to um, ask, so before COVID, would your parents and family always come out to every race or just the ones in Germany or? No, no, they, they were, because everything is so near. It's mm-hmm. like Kokeliuka, three hours drive, Hochfilz in two hours, Antolz, three hours. Uh, even in Le Gros Bonneau, um, they have been, or they hear some old from the ski club with my father. They were also in in Pyeongchang or oh, wow. at all world championships um, because it's it's not that far away and they were always supporting me mm-hmm. as often as they can and and are they even fan, if, part you, of the big yeah. fan club yeah 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 here <laughs> in the fan club in, from my ski club they that a man who behind you from the age of three I think and okay oh man they, yeah they they love their life and they are going with the bus and uh, driving to Oslo, to Östersund, <laughs> to all these places. And uh, uh, That must be amazing for motivation. And, and yeah. Yeah. probably the first time it was probably a bit awkward to see yourself in that massive picture that, <laughs> yeah. that they have on their banner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was quite strange. But yeah, they always have a flag with them, a Bavarian flag, of course. And yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's very important to for me to see that. And yeah, they also have seen me with so many ups and downs. But for them, I'm still the same. Even if I'm good or bad, I'm still mm-hmm. the Va- Vanessa. And they they knew how hard I worked for it. And yeah, even my parents, they feel so much with me when when races don't go Mm-hmm. as i planned so to say <laughs> uh, but it's also nice when you when you have success and your parents are with you it's i always say biathlon is a family project because alone i i could never reach this this level i i, I have now mm-hmm. um so I'm going to take a step back. You mentioned uh, something I, I thought was interesting. When you started with making the transition to biathlon, you talked about your standing shooting being um, uh, not as good as your prone shooting. Um, and I'm just wondering, you know, as you were making that transition over, uh, were there 
how, what were the things you focused on? How was it just practice, practice, practice? Like, how did you, uh, how did you get that, um, improved? Um, the biggest improvement to is for me was to watch the other girls, how they are doing all the things with the weapon, you know, to get the weapon off when you're standing on the, on the mat or where they put their poles and things like that. It was so many things with watching and then just training, 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 really. It was in crown shooting. I have to, I don't know, in my family, there must be somebody uh, or has to be somebody um, who was very good in that because <laughs> I had a little bit of talent for that. <laughs> Standing was hard, uh, a hard work. And yeah, sometimes it's better and sometimes it's, I, uh, yeah, I just want to do prone shooting, <laughs> but is prone your favorite still? Yes, but now it's moving more and more. This last season, it was really like that because, yeah, standing is so much also with your head, and if it doesn't yeah. work, it's it's so hard for me. But yeah, now I, I try to love it more and more, so to say. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it's yeah i think at every sport it's just training hard and focused on on the simple things who are important yeah yeah, yeah i was gonna i was gonna say because i mean your prone shooting is still incredible i think you were something like 93 94 percent last year so um i mean that's that's marvelous uh <laughs> i think most people would would love to do that uh you know just just once or twice yeah, but I also want to run as fast as they are running, so I need the brown <laughs> shooting for, as a base because otherwise I had no chance. And I knew that that's uh, yeah, that's that's also the point. I knew I have to shoot zero at the brown because standing is or was not my best last mm -hmm. season, and there was always one mistake too much. And if you are Marta Olspu, then it's no problem for you because you run so fast. <laughs> but if you are Vanessa Hintz, it's very hard for you. And you knew, yeah. okay, I, yeah, if I want to do a top race, what's, everything has to fit together at, for me. And then I knew at the sprint, I have to shoot zero, zero. And others yeah. have to make some mistakes. And I have to have a good day and running. And then I could do a very, very good race. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of good days, so I mentioned earlier, you've had a lot of successes. Do you have like one particular race that stands out to you as like, that was the, the best race of your life? Um, whether it was one of the, you know, the relays where you won a medal, um, or I mean, just, just any race in particular. Uh, yeah, I think there were, yes, of course, the, when the, the individual race in Antolz. Mm-hmm. That was just, yeah, I would never forget that race because <laughs> during the race, I felt so good and it, everything was so, so easy for me. And I, I never dreamed of a medal or something like that, but that was, that was an amazing race. And I think that was one of, of my best races I, I ever did. Yeah. This, this one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Do you, do you know where your medal is right now? Um, this medal is um, in Rupolding, and 
over my books so <laughs> in the living room and yeah they're they're my most important medals um you know yes <laughs> but also some other medals are just lying around or, <laughs> or <laughs> they are not it's not for me it's not that they are hanging everywhere they are just the most important ones um yeah because then when you have bad days after training or something like that and you see the medal you you know or you recognize okay for all that i'm doing this and right. even the hard days ex just for this one moment and this 40 minutes or 20 minutes i'm doing all the the hours of training yeah. and of all the tears and everything yeah <laughs> Yeah, um, I would imagine that the uh, that the Olympic medal has taken its place as one of those those prominent medals. Yeah, that's also yeah. Of course, there is this, this is also standing in my living room. Uh, I I worked very very hard for it, and mm -hmm. but it was a special medal because it was it was more like not surprising. It was more like oh my god, I. Now I have this medal because four years ago, uh, I nearly have had the medal, but that's Badlon. And <laughs> yeah. at the last, I yeah. think, yeah, 200 meters, this medal was away. Um, that was a very hard moment for me. And so <laughs> I was so happy with, yeah, the medal of the Olympics and also with all the Corona situation, mm -hmm. okay. For all that, I I did it. Um, and then uh, and then actually something I was really wondering about uh, you the the German team is sort of undergoing a little bit of transition right now um, uh, with the with the coaching change um, and not just a coaching change but a, <laughs> the husband of one of your uh, one of your top competitors. So honestly, I was just wondering how uh, how that's going if they're any new philosophies any more like what are the big changes that you guys that you guys have noted first i think always the change is, is always good i think because you learn something new you get a new motivation everything and also all the experience from foreign countries is i think i think very very important in biathlon and yeah with he he knows exactly how Marta trains so that's it's also a little bit of yeah more motivation or also perhaps you are a little bit more calm because you know okay he's really really new what what he's doing mm -hmm. but yeah. uh, i always say you in germany we say a bicycle is still a bicycle and <laughs> um you can't badlon is still badlon and you he he tries to combine the best of norway with the best of germany and mm -hmm. i think that's mm -hmm. that's that's the only thing who is really new because we still have to shoot we still have to run we still have to, to yep. train a lot and um he has nearly the same philosophy like we had before we have a little bit more freedom because in Germany, normally everything is like planned. So mm -hmm. every day you have your plan and you are in the stadium and you train together. And now we are a little bit more, 
more free. It's mm-hmm. like um, during the training camps, we all train together and um, the rest we we talk with the trainers and say what we want to train. But if we are doing this in the stadium or sometimes driving home and doing that there, that's, mm-hmm. that's a little bit a change. But <laughs> yeah, all the others, yeah, like I said, Biathlon is still biathlon. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like that expression. A bike absolutely. is a bike. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you, um, when, when the uh, rule changes came out from the IBU, what's your what's your thoughts on, on the world championships not being included and the, the new point system and not dropping the, the worst two results? Like what, what's your, your first feeling about that? It's very hard for me because I don't, I'm not so much in this, the things I can't change, I don't think so much about it. Um, I think the changes are good that the World Championships don't count to the overall World Cup because there are only four girls allowed to start. And if you're a strong team, um, then it's it's hard because two have no chances to took good points and perhaps get out of the top 15 and things like that. So mm-hmm. I think that's very good. Um, but yeah, it's sometimes it's good when you are ill that there are results who don't count, so to say, mm-hmm. but I never have had these problems. So that's why I don't, uh, think so much about it of course i was sometimes ill but i always have zero races like uh, i was 50 or 60 or out of the um the pursuit or things like that so Mm -hmm. i think the changes are good so yeah okay you discuss so much about it and yeah yeah we will see perhaps in four years we say okay that's bullshit we, we, we don't change. yeah you don't know yeah, yeah that's true yeah. i first have to try and um we yeah. will see if it's fair or not yeah it's it's interesting um so rj and i when we first heard about it we were thinking you know uh you know just just um we, we had our thoughts about it and now we've talked to you and and actually just just before this we actually were talking to uh, Jules uh, uh, Bernat uh, from the the Canadian team, and and he um, also was 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 very much in favor of it. So um, yeah, it's just been nice to hear different perspectives. But um, he was telling us that there was a, a vote, uh, or at least a discussion that took place around it. I don't know um, if you can share any more about how that how that was done. Which vote? That oh. sounded like every athlete could yeah. uh, had like a form you could fill out with your opinion. Okay, uh, perhaps it was in Oslo, and I I didn't take part there. I oh, don't okay. know. Oh, because okay. Because I but I'm also not that much involved in all the things. I'm uh, I'm a little bit more more out. I knew that um, we had a meeting, mm-hmm. and I I heard or listened to the meeting where they they said with the new rules and they are thinking about this and of course there there was a discussion but on everything there would there are also always people who think it's good and there are always people who yeah. think it's bad you sure. sometimes yep. you have to change something and like i told you for perhaps in four years we say okay that 
that was not good. We we have to go back to to the old system or to the old rules. But um, yeah, I guess in a way too. Like I've I've heard from many biathletes that they they don't necessarily race to win, but they race to do the best that they can do. And then if that's good enough for winning, that's great. But if if not, there's not much else you can do anyway. So maybe that's why a lot of biathletes also feel it doesn't really matter that much because you're still going to try the best you can do individually. Yeah, yeah, I think it's that. Because mm. you, you, not everybody is like, you know, if Martha's running and she's shooting zero zero. <laughs> she would take the win but yeah. for me if if i'm shooting zero zero and i run fast and i, I couldn't do more then it's okay for me if i get uh, six or tenth or if there are i knew that there are girls who are faster and so like like you said it's you're always giving your best and at the end you will see and i think for just for with the counting system just for the first uh first, second, and third, it, it's important, or also six, but if you are now 15s or 16s in the overall World Cup, it's, I think it doesn't change that much. Right, right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, um, unless you have any other questions at this point. Um, Jordan, do you want to move on to the yeah. some general questions? So, so Vanessa, we have a, a number of questions that we ask everybody on the podcast. Yeah. Um, and the first one is, uh, if you were not doing biathlon, what sport would you do? And I have a feeling you're going to say cross-country skiing, so we're not going to give that as an option. No, <laughs> uh, it's, <laughs> no it's triathlon. Um, triathlon, no. okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm fascinating of this. It's, it's, have, yeah, have you ever... Competed? Yes, yes. Just at the Olympic distance because all the other distance would take too much recovery after. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yes, yes, at this one. And when you are a team Erdinger, it's normal that you are a little bit interested in uh, in uh, triathlon with uh, Patrick Lange and Andy Dreitz and the Raylard brothers. They are very popular here in Germany. And also, hmm. of course, Jan Frodeno. It's yeah, fascinating me. So, so is that, a, sorry, is that a, the team Erdinger? Is that uh, like a professional triathlon team? Yes, yes. It's okay. like we, uh, I have Erdinger as a sponsor and we, yeah. they also sponsor um, triathletes, professional triathletes who are going to Hawaii, for example, Patrick Lange. Mm -hmm. He okay. was winning this two times and it's the world championships for them. And so one one time a year we meet each other and yeah, it's like something like the Oktoberfest, of course, because mm -hmm. the year is with Erdinger, it's clear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's yeah, that's that's very interesting for me. So I I would love to do triathlon. Okay. It's so, funny. I sorry, Jordan. I'm going to cut you off one more time. Again. Um, yeah. <laughs> I always see pictures of Lisa Hauser with Erdinger beer bottles and and that kind of thing on no, Instagram, but I don't recall seeing it from you. Sorry. No, it's Egger. She has Egger and not oh, Erdinger. Okay. Oh, That's sorry. That's a different. That's uh, an Austrian, and me. Gotcha. It's uh, it's Erdinger. It, yeah, I wear it on the hat or okay. sometimes some posts, but. For adding, it's not not that important. 
I was just going to ask, um, uh, for a triathlon, what was your, uh, your best, uh, and what was your worst, the running, the biking, the swimming? And my best is, I think, the swimming. Oh. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, I, I love swimming. But if, even if I, if I never train it, I think with that, it's, it's swimming. Yeah, yeah. And the worst is cycling, yeah. But, huh. Yeah, I, I'm not that good. Running is quite okay. Uh, cycling, I'm always afraid if there is a downhill or if I have to go mm -hmm. fast or if it's wet. Um, yeah. Huh. Well, it's funny. I, if I was going to guess, because I see you guys training, you know, I see you guys do it running and I see you guys cycling, yeah. but, you know, swimming, we never see. So I would have thought that would have been your worst, but. No, no. But swimming is, is also like cycling. If you, if you learn it and you know how to lie in the water, mm -hmm. then, um, even now I do a triathlon, but only a relay. And I do the swimming part with one and a half kilometers in the Chiemsee. Oh. Um, I didn't do this before like two and a half years and I just do the swimming part and it, it was, it was good. Yeah, it was, it was really okay. It's if you learn it one time, it's <laughs> not that difficult. The swimming 1500 meters would kill me right now. <laughs> I, I'm sure you can do other things better than me. So <laughs> I don't know. No. Oh man! Uh, but I guess that's when you grow up in a town that's named after a lake. Then yeah. I yeah. guess that that uh, creates some interest in swimming. Yeah. <laughs> um. So uh, one of the questions we normally ask is, uh, you know, combining other sports that are that would be similar to biathlon, but you sort of answered that already with triathlon. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, I'm just going to skip skip ahead. So um, let's say let's say for whatever reason, um, you know, you uh, you were going to leave Germany and you were going to represent a different country. Um, what other country would you uh, would you pick? Oh, that's, a, that's a very very difficult question yeah. <laughs> i i have to represent this country yes yeah. as a biathlete yep as a biathlete yeah um well there are many systems i'm interested in also yeah also for america it would be interesting but also norway i think norway because yeah i think it would be norway because there they they cross-country skiing or biathlon or just standing on skis everybody's living that mentality <laughs> so yeah. that's yeah i think it would be norway yes yeah yeah good choice <laughs> yes and uh and if the ibu no longer existed what job would you do and i'm going to combine that with a different question um because i read on your website that you have to me it sounds like one of the the, the best jobs as Zollwachtmeisterin, I think. Uh, yes. <laughs> have you, yeah, I'm have the you, customs. Yeah, have you ever stood at the border checking cars? Or I, I... No, 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 no. <laughs> this, uh, the Germany is great. This uh, customs gave, gave us the opportunity to just do our sports and um, we don't have to stay on the border or do we, <laughs> we can really focus on the sports. But yeah, we... We have the system that we after school we can go to the police, to the army, or to the customs, and I choose the customs, and I'm very very happy with that because <laughs> you can really focus on your sports. Nice, and and so I'm assuming that maybe you wouldn't want to stand at the border if the IBU didn't exist. What what job do you think you would do if you weren't a biathlete? 
and before I always want to be a teacher. Okay. But after uh, now, I don't know. It's it was just like after school when mm -hmm. everybody's thinking what they want to study. I said, okay, uh, a teacher would be nice. But if the IVU doesn't, I don't, I don't know it yet, really, because I never. Yeah, you always think about it, but yeah, first I I want to try many things and. I hope there will be one day something who is fascinating me. Yeah, like biathlonet. And would you would you see yourself in a in a biathlon environment after your your uh, athlete career? So would you see yourself in what in uh, coaching or anything like that? No. No. I learned never say no because I always I also say I will never do biathlon. So um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This plan does not always work, but now I, I can't see myself there because I love traveling, but I I think after my career, I also love being with my family and mm -hmm. building a family and not mm -hmm. always traveling that much. But perhaps we will see in what, five, six years, perhaps I'm at the IBU. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so you mentioned, uh, you know, you, you like, um, a not traveling as much would be something that you would like to be doing in your future. But, um, when you're, when you're on the, uh, the, the world cup and you guys are traveling, you know, every week, what are you guys doing when you're not racing? So kind of what, what, let's say on like the early part of the week, how do you fill up your time? Um, we are going to drink coffee and going shopping or something like that just normal things who are far away from Badlon. and yeah and we in germany are lucky because when all the other girls are traveling then we are most of the time we are at home or have some days at home because mm -hmm. all the world cups we can reach by car and they are not so far away from rupoling so there we are lucky and then i'm yeah i like the simple things just to have um, breakfast with my family or at the evening eat bread and cheese and brezen of course <laughs> and to do the the thing yeah simple normal things um with your family yeah um I, this is a, a strange question but i'm sitting here drinking a cup of coffee how do you take your coffee what's your favorite drink i prefer tea so um yeah, uh, coffee is not. Uh, then it's more espresso. Ah, yeah. got it, got it. Yeah, but yeah, black tea is my favorite one. So there you go. And so, so when you're at a location, let's say you you uh, your team goes to Estonia for the for the events. So in between races, are you still like I'm assuming you're still training or or at least skiing to get get moving or running or, and stuff but i'm assuming there's a lot of sort of dead time while you're at the event still or is that is that very limited with the german media and and other events that your team does no it's it's not that we don't have that much time but um yeah then we we really have coffee and tea or um, yeah, it's, it's like that and sitting together or sometimes playing cards and always. Yeah. And watching 
movies or reading a book or looking for your holidays, something like that. Right. Where, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where I hear you. Where you go on holidays if there is no corona in April. Um, yeah, this this thing we are doing. And so when the event is in Rupolding, do you like go home between races as well? Or do you stay in Rupolding during the event there? Um, yes, sometimes. Um, we 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 have well, mostly we are living in the hotel because then you can focus more on sports and mm -hmm. don't have to do your breakfast or dinner and all the the meals prep but um yeah in between i go home because often there's there are my families and yeah so you mentioned uh you know the experiences that some of the other girls have and I just have to ask because we we interviewed her a couple of months ago, but uh, Baiba uh, Bendika, she was saying that recently she's been traveling with basically her own gym. Have you ever seen her her setup? You know, uh, all of her gym equipment. Uh, no, no, because we are never. I think yeah, no, we were never with her in the hotel. Got it. But if I see all her muscles, then. I'm sure that <laughs> that she's traveling with with the old gym. <laughs> well, if you ever see it, get a picture of it. We'd love to see it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. And then, uh, and then, and then, you, RJ mentioned something. You know, he and I both live in countries in, in Canada and the United States where uh, biathlon is not as popular as it is in Germany. I'm wondering how much on a on a you know, weekly basis, how much time do you spend with the with the media doing interviews or, or whatnot? Nearly nothing. No. In summer we do we don't have so much interviews or or things like that. It's 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 not not that much. Just in the winter or when the winter begins, then there are some interviews, but um I think this this is now, so to say, my first interview since since Otepe. Yes. Oh. Yes. Okay. No, no, no. There are not so so many because during the summer there is more uh, soccer. Yeah. And yeah. all these things. Yeah. And then during the season, um, will you, you you will you have interviews like in between races or you know every couple of weeks? How does that work? Yes, after the races we have some interviews or if you have had a very very good weekend then they also ask you for for an interview but all our media team does does a very good job so they keep nearly everything away from us or if there's so much trouble <laughs> they try to combine many yeah. journalists together so that you don't have to talk with everybody a single or alone they right. they come together and for me it's it's not that stressful and now with with corona that's one good thing you can <laughs> you can also do this like on the ipad so yeah, they right. don't have to phone you and they all listen to you so this is just one for one hour and then it's then it's fine okay yeah beautiful because are there, there's no specific like biathlon magazines or anything like that in Germany, are there? No. No. 
and then soccer and then not so popular <laughs> we, are, we don't play soccer so yeah it's not like there's a, a crowd of 20 people chasing you when you're just shopping around her <laughs> no 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 it's not like that sometimes they they recognize you're asking you for some cards uh, but that's that's yeah, yeah. I, I like that it's it's not a problem i can still go uh, through Schliersee, my hometown, or Rupolding, without uh, cheering, cheering people <laughs> behind me. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so <laughs> there nearly nobody is, is recognizing you. <laughs> um, so we have a section about analytics. Um, I I don't know if you have seen my website at all on uh, biathlon analytics, uh, but I'm just curious from a uh, athlete perspective, does analytics and the analysis of data and 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 quantifying your performance and that kind of thing does that play a role for you at all and and do you see value in that or uh, no i never do this i but i think i'm the person who is the most far away from that because all the numbers and analytics they i'm, I'm not that much interested in no. And do you know if your 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 coaches or uh, your team management do do they use the data to to analyze you as a as a as a team and and as individuals on the team or? Yes, I think they are doing this for them. It's it's important, but um, for me, it's it's not. No, it's not that important. Okay.